Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to offer. I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week, our deceased pets come back from the dead to master the art of steam-powered flight as they chase down an enigmatic woman who also needs to die. But before we get into something new, it's time for something old as we check in on our last feature in Box Office Report. Uh, last time we did the retrospective, the origins of the of organised crime in BC, before yes. crime, set yes, in uh, ancient Rome with Julius Caesar and other historic figures. In- How did that one go? Indeed. Well... Slight complications. Um, I don't know if you've been following the news as of as of late in terms of uh, the mass protests that are uh, literally going on in Rome right now. Um, I'm not saying that we were the sole cause of those protests, <laughs> but if you were to use the phrase "the straw that broke the camel's back," that would definitely need to be applied to us. We are definitely the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of that uh, situation. Um, so. Uh, a lot of uh, Romans are protesting the the um, the government, uh, specifically the mayor of Rome at the moment, with regards to corruption. The fact that the city is uh, a bit of a derelict at the moment. There's garbage piling up everywhere. There's a lot of bribery and corruption. All these sort of things going on. Uh, I'm not saying that we contributed to that in terms of trying to get the rights to film in Rome on location. Yeah. You know, us being authentic filmmakers who would prefer to do things live and without CGI. I'm not saying that we, we definitely bribed them. We, well, we had to, we, we had to grease some wheels. We had to. We did, yeah. Li- b- some palms, palms, yeah. some. <laughs> I can't. Re- there's a word. Grease some palms. Grease some palms, yeah. And grease uh, wheels. Grease wheels. It's just there's grease a everywhere. lot of grease, and that's contributing also to the messiness. Um, we we sent literal grease into the streets of Rome. So, look. So it's kind of the production sort of had to halt for the time being while we just sort of gingerly step away with right. our hands up saying we had nothing to do with this we'll let that die down we'll see if there's a new mayor uh turning up in rome at some hey. point in the future and then maybe we'll try again so uh yeah we kind of uh didn't start production i guess on all this right one, that's so. okay we'll put it on the back burner yeah all we really lost is just our surplus of grease so <laughs> that's all good all right on to this week in trailers and first trailer for this week's episode is mortal engines directed by christian rivers and starring hugo weaving and other actors i was eight years old when my mother died she loved traveling the world and digging up the past he used to visit all the time now one day everything changed she'd found something something he wanted he would have killed me too steampunk adventure like it, yeah everything in that film is giant clockwork flying yep. machines yep. and trucks and cities yep. that are on the back of like bulldozer wheels they're yep. wearing top hats with cl- clocked cogs yeah yep. it's uh it's that very it's it's yeah. a it's a comic-con dream that, exactly like it is cosplayers just, uh, yeah, cosplayers, cosplayers are rejoicing yeah. yeah uh so this film uh the title cards for the for this particular film state that it is 
from the filmmakers that brought you the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, and also produced, presented by yeah. presented by presented right. by is the new produced by yeah um, by Peter Jackson, uh, and this film itself is actually based on a a book, I believe. Yeah. Yes, it looks like that very young adult, a um a adolescent girl who has a secret gift is thrown into a world that is falling apart around her and only she has the key to unlock the truth yep. behind the secret. I mean, yep. it's the same thing over and over again. I don't know if you could tell from this trailer based on the audio, but this trailer is dense. There's yes. just stuff going on everywhere. There is a new MacGuffin every three seconds as well. There's like a pendant that gets given to her. There's this massive creature behind a door that's also hunting after her. There's like uh, special ships and this and that. Like you don't know what the focus of this whole story is about. Uh, it, But yeah, it seems to focus on... A girl of some kind. I don't even yeah. know. She's got a she's got a scarred face, so she must be interesting. <laughs> and she's got a, a pendant that has an eye on it that was secretly yep. given to her by her mother, who had an affair with a guy <laughs> in a spaceship. I yeah, I don't know. It's it is it is everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm sure people who are fans of the books will know a little bit more about what's going on. Probably, yeah. But this just looks like a, a visual spectacular yeah. rather than it's, a. Um, it's like if you took Cloud Atlas and just jammed it up to eleven. Uh, and added even even more CGI and less racial overtones. But anyway, <laughs> on to the next trailer, which is London Fields, directed by Matthew Cullen, starring Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Amber Heard, Jim Sturgis, uh, and other actors. Actually, S I X. I've always known what was going to happen next. So, love was a bit disappointing. Hers was a specific kind of fortune telling. She knew how to get to the end of men. Oh, Niggy. Oh, hello. I live downstairs. Nicola? Sorry, I was just changing. So this feels very much like a uh, like a modern LA Confidential or Chinatown. Yeah, it's yeah. got that very sort of film noir feel neo to the characters. Kind of thing, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. neo noir. It's got that. Uh, it's obviously set in London. You have buildings like the Gherkin and things like that. So yep. whilst it has these filmmaking aesthetics from like the the forties and fifties, yep. it is also quite modernized. Um, now, the- if if you had no idea what was going on in this trailer, watching it live will not help. No. Uh, I have no idea what this trailer is about, but apparently there is a a woman called Nicola Six. Nicola Six. Uh, who a group of people want dead. Yeah, she seems to seduce men, bring them in, yeah. and then spurn them in a way in which they want to kill her. I guess, But I'm yeah. not sure if they do actually kill her. I'm not sure if she's dead in the film and people are trying to figure it out. I'm not sure what her motivations are. I'm not sure why these characters are sur- surrounding her, but no. uh, it's... It's a film, apparently. <laughs> uh, so I didn't also really based on a novel as yeah, well. Yeah. A, a series of novels, I believe, was yeah. like from the acclaimed series by someone or other. Amber Heard is the only where, where I know her from is the ex-wife of Johnny Depp. And I'm fairly yep. sure Johnny Depp shows up in this film. He does. It's a sort of a bit of a cameo, actually. He's uh, uncredited, I believe, oh, right. in, the, in the film itself. So I don't know when this film was shot, but I can only assume it was before... All that stuff went down with him and her, so uh, yeah, it feels a little bit awkward to actually see them together on screen. But um, yeah, uh, I have no idea what to make of this film, so maybe don't go see it. Yeah, uh, apparently the reviews are not good. They are not <laughs> uh, good. But yeah, 
I'm sure they if they managed to cobble together a confusing trailer I'm yeah. not really sure how they've cobbled Look, together the... I, I personally just think it's an achievement if you actually get an entry onto Rotten Tomatoes in general who right. cares if it's a 0% rating <laughs> it's, people, it's on there people don't the realise just how much work goes into a film exactly and good bad or ugly it's yeah. still make getting it out there for it, some reason none of our films have ever made it onto no. Rotten Tomatoes and we have to host our own database just so we can keep track of all the films we've released yeah. one day when we make it onto Rotten Tomatoes Regardless of the score, I'm fine with a exactly zero percent. Zero a- zero is an entry point. Yep, and if you know it, it puts us on par with London Field. So <laughs> I think I think that's a good place to start. <laughs> we beat like a two point seven percent user rating, though. That's where the gold oh, is, right? right there. Okay. The critics' ratings are always much lower than the user ratings, <laughs> uh, and we make the films for the users. So <laughs> let's go for those guys instead. All right, on to the final trailer for this week's episode, which is Pet Cemetery, directed by Kevin Kolsch. And Dennis Widmeyer, uh, starring Jason Clarke, John Lithgow, and, guess what, other actors. <laughs> it was a myth. Kids used to dare each other to go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. feared it. Those woods belong to something else. The ground is bad. So Pet Cemetery is a, a horror film uh, based on the Stephen King novel of the same name. Yep. That's Stephen uh, with a PH, not yeah. our fictitious Stephen. Stephen v. King. There's obviously, I think, also an 80s film about it as well. Yes, um, yeah. That, uh, and I, I imagine also a number of sequels, which people they always tended to do with the, the Stephen King films as Pet Cemetery 2, <laughs> Fido, Fido's <laughs> Resurrection. Or This is also spelt weird with cemetery. It's yeah, like it's spelt with an S. Samatare. Yeah, um, I, which I believe is because... Um, the whole po- the whole story here is that it's uh, some American town out in the forest somewhere. Uh, years and years and years ago, a bunch of kids buried their pets in this location of the woods, um, and they start coming a, back. They start coming back to life, and they put up a sign that said "Pet Cemetery," but it's misspelled because it's, it's spelled kids. by kids. I think then the idea is that one of the kids dies, maybe, and then they bury the kid in the pet cemetery Possibly, to make it come yeah. back. And John Lithgow's. Well, obviously, the classic line is the old man is like, sometimes dead is better, uh, or whatever whatever that line happened to be. Yep. He delivered it quite well. I do like John Lithgow as an actor. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, you know, once it's dead, there's no point in bringing it back. And even if there's a mystical portal which can re- reanimate yep. the dead, yep. sometimes it's better to just le- let, them, uh, let yep. them die. Stephen King's really in vogue these days, isn't he? He's, uh... Very, I mean, I, I think it's just Hollywood's lack of original <laughs> ideas. They're just like, because I think uh, Stephen King and Tom Clancy just were just, so prolific in the 80s yeah. writing novels and then they just went well, let's turn all of those novels into movies of the yeah. 80s and 90s and then uh, 20 years later that's like just let's just do it again yeah we- but I think that this time they kind of care about how they turn out like the It remake is meant to be authentic and it's it's genuinely meant to be scary yeah. not just like a cheap this, this looks pretty this frightening looks, yeah I, i'm not gonna watch it uh there's a there's a clip in there's a bit in there that just sort of freaked me out a little bit where jason clark's 
in bed and then he wakes up and looks down at his foot underneath the blanket and it's gone all like blackened and corpsified uh it's just like oh that's people that's people want that dark and creepy stuff they do there's yeah. a thing at the moment on netflix called chilling adventures of sabrina yes with you remember the 1997 like uh <laughs> family Joan friendly hart. melissa <laughs> joan hart pop pink uh you know tongue-in-cheek goofy comedic yep. Yep. sabrina the teenage witch well netflix yep. has taken that and they have gone it is literally like uh, Guillermo del Toro levels of prosthetic hell oh, yeah. monsters are uh, grinding your souls over to the devil. I mean, yep. I get this, this is, you know, not really delving too deep. It's based, uh, Sabrina was originally in the Archie comic universe yep. and then they did a dark zombie remake of uh, yeah. some of the stuff there. So yeah. it is, but like, it's just, let's just take something that's existing intellectual property yep. and go really, really dark yeah, with it. Yeah. To be fair, Stephen King's already starting in quite a dark place. <laughs> but I think that's the whole point, right? Like trying to get back to the aesthetic that he kind of set in the first place rather than the odd, like, let's make it for TV instead kind yeah. of approach that they went for in the 80s and 90s. There was a lot of for, for TV Stephen yeah. King stuff. Um, but this is, this is again... Uh, another 30 years of learning how to make people squirm in their seats <laughs> in the right, cinema yeah. and how, how to make people jump. Yep. Uh, this looks, yeah, it looks really quite freaky. Yeah, exactly. All right. Those are the three trailers for this week's episode. But of course, before we can do anything with those, we're going to have to take a little walk over to the green room. Let's go. Here we are in our fabulous, fabulous green room where everything that gets birthed in this room is immediately greenlit. Yes. Uh, So let's have a quick recap of this week's trailers. All right. First, we have a young adult action adventure steampunk uh, romp. Yep. We have a a neo-noir femme fatale uh, story. That'll do. Yep. And we have a a dark, gritty horror story. Stephen King style yeah, yeah. film. Uh, just, I mean, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> just you know, make t- take Stephen King, remake it, make it grittier. You get the idea. Yep. I love how you said Stephen King styles. If it's like, oh, it's like Stephen King. No, it's actually it Stephen, Stephen King. I don't know. At, at this point, <laughs> at this point, how can you tell? <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe that. Uh, Way back when, yeah, uh, I was the person to uh, choose the trailer, so I believe I'm going to have to hand the duties over to you. Sure, this is a tough one because yep. we have such. They're all so good. Yeah. They're all so good in their own individual ways. Yeah, um, eclectic. Where's the Where's the biopic and where's no, the indie where, where's film? Where's the beloved children's animated classic or a sequel to a beloved? These are children's these are all classic. exactly what they should be, and yeah. they're, they're attempts from Hollywood producers to make <laughs> big budget things. <laughs> I know it's my turn to choose, and. We've got a couple of options here, but I do really like the idea of doing something steampunky. Yes, something something industrial, something yep. cogs, Great. something steamy, uh, giant mechanical yep. top hats, and yep. maybe not top hats. I no. don't know. Uh, <laughs> we've got to, got to give the co- the cosplayers <laughs> something to do. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's where we've really dropped the ball in the I past. Think, is that steampunk has been really poorly represented in film? There's basically this new film, and then Wild Wild West with Will Smith. <laughs> There's yeah, nothing else. Yeah, there's nothing really. Uh, there's a few video games and a few books yeah. that tend to sort of really lean into that so much, but it hasn't really been done that well <laughs> no. in film. Um, and I kind of there's there's other elements of that I really like. I quite like from uh, London film that sort of film noir, yep. um, neo noir aesthetic. Yep. And we can take something a bit darker and grittier and jump scary i think from oh, uh, yeah. from pet cemetery in a way where it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be dark, dark and gritty but there's definitely got to be some sort of like 
maybe a supernatural element to it, yep. maybe a uh, a magical, mystical, ritually kind of element, yep. and definitely jump scares. Yep. Jump scares up the wazoo. I love the jump scares thing. Uh, all right, so what if we what if we have this in a singular a singular location? Right. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, I think some of the best horror films are sort of always done in, like, one, one location. Place, one location. So, steampunk can sort of be under a dome, under the ocean. Yep. Although that reminds me a lot of the Aquaman <laughs> which I don't really want to... Uh, I don't the, really the, want to take anything from that. Yeah. I mean, Bioshock was Bioshock, the video game um, as well, yeah. There's... Uh, Airships I, as well. Yeah, Zeppelins, Zeppelins and Blimps. And, That's not too bad. Yeah. I quite like that, I, that idea. Yep. We can keep it... Because then you still have the whole um, aesthetic of, like... Uh, coal power do they do that for like a hot air balloon has to have some sort of great big sort of like furnace to keep it going Um, but I mean zeppelins as well operate on hydrogen and they don't really have anything but it's this is steampunk exactly Uh, so we can add steam power it's steam power they haven't discovered hydrogen yet uh, so everything is steam power so it's it's set it's a a film noir steampunk yep supernatural yep. type thing yep. set in a giant floating blimp blimp yep I um, like this as well because there's no escape like if you, you know what this actually kind of feels a little bit sky captain in the world of tomorrow <laughs> but that's alright we can do a better job they tried to go <laughs> to actiony we're doing we're doing film noir that's the third steampunk film that's been released it wasn't really steampunk it was a little bit I suppose it's sort of yeah. um are we then doing like a murder mystery then? I like the idea of because I immediately thought of like Agatha Christie and Murder oh, like on the it. Orient Express, uh, but set on a like yeah. giant floating blimp in the sky. Exactly. Uh, all like I guess nineteen thirty style fashion and get up, but everyone's yep. got sort of weird pipes and like and valves attached to them. Cogs as well. and wheels yeah. that are for yeah. no no functional purpose other than like why not have a cog here? Um, all right, this is great. So what if we have? I think we need like a. a I, I think we do need to have the supernatural element in there. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so what if it is a murder mystery? Yep. Uh, so we have a detective kind of central yep. character, uh, but it's not clear whether the murderer is actually human or some kind of supernatural force instead. Right. So maybe it starts off and they're sort of thinking, oh, there's been a murder on board, this person's been slashed to pieces. Uh Clearly some nefarious person has done this. But as the film goes on, more and more hints and clues and jump scares sort of happen to indicate that perhaps the murderer is not of this world. I like it. And you know what it's the exact opposite of? What? Is the Sherlock Holmes, the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes, (laughs) which goes the other way, where it's like maybe it's supernatural uh, demons and then it just turns out that it's all just sort of like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And God damn, that's a bad film. (laughs) I I watched it about a week ago (laughs) and I'm like, this is so horrible. Like... (laughs) Anyway, it truly is. So we'll do the opposite. We'll can, do the opposite where it starts like it should be a regular murder, yeah, yeah. but then it just de- devolves can, can into we say, I mean, electric, um, mysticism. I think that this is actually based on a. I think this is actually a Stephen King book, book or it's a classic horror horror story. But it's like the structure itself that did the murders, right? Like it's the house on an ancient burial ground, or it's the blimp made with like wood taken from. Um, uh, like dis- oh. like discarded uh, maybe, coffins maybe or something. There is like whilst they say, "Oh, we, this thing is floating through science." Yeah, it's not. It's an ancient ritual of human sacrifice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the only thing that can keep this yep. thing afloat. Yep. And so people like like they're going. They're trying to mask this as modern technology. Yep. But actually, the the science is magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and so like you know. Always, there's always someone murdered on these journeys right yeah. at the start there, yeah. but never before has 
yeah um steampunk hercule poirot <laughs> being on the case <laughs> to, to solve it and then it sort of turns out he's like I, I got i've got this so what if the uh steampunk airship itself we go with that idea that you need a human sacrifice to power it because it takes one human soul to complete a flight yes but something happens on this flight which means that they now need more than one human oh, sacrifice multiple. because the flight is going longer than usual yes so for now someone something has to now kill more people on board in order to keep the thing afloat. And I like this as well because it's almost like speed in that you must go 50k, 50 miles an yes. hour in order to stop the bomb from exploding. And this is just, we must kill more people to keep this thing in the air to save everyone else's yeah. life. Somewhat ironically, we need to kill people to save people. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So we can also, yeah, I love that like moral dilemma brought into this as well. So while our Hercule... Christie character yeah. uh, is investigating. They're slowly piecing together the fact that um, it may be necessary to kill these people yeah. because the shocking discovery is the ship is actually powered by human souls. Yeah, and that's how it keeps. And afloat. they're they're halfway across the Atlantic between yeah, yeah. the old England and the new New York, or whatever yep. it happens to be, nineteen thirty style. Yep. yep, and they just they can't. They can't. I, well, yeah. What happens is a storm blows in. Yeah, uh, it sh- it veers them off, of course, course, because the storm is, of course, a anguish soul of a person who was killed for yeah. that flight, and they've now taken revenge on that uh, airship by yeah. blowing in this storm, blowing it off course. They now realise they need much more fuel to get yeah, back to to, get back. to back where they're going or back to uh, where they came from. So someone, something has to start killing. I like the idea that it's just the airship itself. The airship. Like, I, I, I mean, I would have thought that like the the steward, the captain of the ship, it yep. turns out to be the guy who has to do it. Yeah, he, yeah. He's the one burdened with the secret yep. that this thing is flying yes. with human so souls. Perhaps we get to like, this is where the twist comes in, right? So Agatha Poirot comes in and says, right, you are clearly the mastermind behind this. And the captain's like, no, the ship's making me do this. The ship is in control. The ship entrusted me with this task. I'm just a pawn. I'm just a patsy. I Ooh, have to do this. You know what's really good? Have you ever seen a film called Fallen uh, with no. uh, Denzel Washington? There's like a, a an evil uh, demon yep. who like possesses people yes. uh, and then makes them do things. Yeah, and yeah. then as he as they uh, kill him, they, he then the demon moves into another body. Yes. There's a detective trying to chase that yeah, thing yeah. down. Yep. Maybe quite early on, quite early on, he <laughs> figures out it's the captain yeah, yeah. and locks him up. And the airship's like, well, if you're going to you know take away my vessel that yep. I'm using to perform these things, I'll just take over someone else. Yeah. Uh, here's jump scare number three in this film as well. So Agatha Poirot locks the captain up. We can't up. call them Agatha I know, we Poirot. Can't. I'm just, we, we need to come up with, <laughs> a, name for with a name for this character. Uh, is he a lord? Is he a sir? Is he a duke? Could be a, a woman as well. Maybe could a, be. a duke-ess? Duke? What's a... <laughs> Duchess. Duchess. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, maybe it is sir. Yep. Um, and we'll do... Maybe, is it Agatha? Is it... Um, uh, no, I don't know. Coggingsworth? Coggingsworth. Coggingston. Yeah, I like how every character needs to have like a kind Co- of steampunky name. Every as well. one of them. Coggingston. <laughs> um, Arthur Coggingston, played by Ewan McGregor. No, I actually quite like if we. No? It's Sir Arthur Coggingston, yeah. but it's a woman. Okay, so like yeah, it's a it's a sir, but then like you know everyone's like oh yep. oh did you hear Sir Arthur Coggington's on yep. this flight and it <laughs> shows up and it's like um uh, uh Emma Stone or something yeah yeah no uh, I think it needs to be Eva Green um, Eva Green yeah so and I think what it needs to also be is that no one actually knows what Arthur Coggingston looks like and they just assume ah. that's a male 
which allows the actual Arthur Cogingston, played by Eva Green, yes. to do all the things that she needs to do without, Everyone, like, yeah. mis- without suspecting so her. So the story's not even told from her perspective. No. It's told from uh, just a general passenger's perspective. Yes. Like, did you hear that Arthur Cog- Sir Arthur Cogingston, yeah. world-renowned detective, is on this thing? And then, you know, it cuts to some guy with a big moustache and, like, a smoking <laughs> a pipe and wearing an obscure type of hat. Yeah. And, and we will even get that played with by, on, like... Yeah. Um, uh, Ray Fiennes Ray or something. Fi- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Ray, Ray Fiennes. Fiennes. And everyone's just like, oh, that's Sir Arthur Cogingston. Yeah. And then um, no one suspects that Eva yep. Green is the actual yeah. uh, genius detective. Yeah. Um, and that's that's also one of the twists think, in the film. Yeah, I think Eva Green always brings along Ray Fiennes to, like, play the proxy yes. Arthur Cog- Cogsington. Uh, so it, that changes every time you I say know. it. You put the S, you said Cogsington and Cogingston and Cogington. There's S, there's a floating S in that name. Um, is it not Arthur Scoggington? <laughs> yeah, every time Maybe you say it's part it, of it as well. Like people just the mystery, aren't quite sure what his name is. The mystery is the S just moves. Just keeps moving. Yeah, Cogingtons. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes everywhere. Uh, so uh, just going back to one of my jump scares. Uh, so yeah, early in the film, Eva Green tracks down the captain, assumes that the captain is uh, the cause of it and locks them up in the brig. Yep. The steampunk brig. Yep. Uh, and is like, right, dust off hand, job's w- job well done. Uh, we'll make it back somehow. They'll solve that problem as well. But then like maybe like 10 minutes later, she goes back and checks the captain opens the door and all that's left in there is this like disgusting decaying corpse yeah. because the soul of the ship has moved on. Oh, So the soul it, it, of the ship has said, oh, well, I'm not getting anything from it this. It burns so out. Go. Yeah, it has to go somewhere else. But that, that murder doesn't count towards... No, uh, no. So so you have two types of murder. You have the literalistic murder, which is yeah. probably on a pentagram where their arms are flayed and there's yeah, symbols yeah. and yep. um, there's a, a ceremonial dagger plunged yeah. through their chest. Yep. And then you also have the burnt out remains of certain passengers. Yeah, so when like the host, they're the host bodies. Exactly. And, they, uh, and, and so this is, like so many people are dying on this because yeah. the the, air, the spirit of the airship yep. um, has to keep transferring because yes. uh, Sir Alfie... Uh, Cogsington is uh, is on the case. Yep. Um, Cogsington uh, is is on the case, and then like the only way to escape is to to leave these bodies, and they burn out the instant that they do. Yeah. And then also they have to kill the, these people. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I, I think the final twist should be that the last body that the demon inhabits is the proxy, Sir Arthur Cogsington. So like the Ray Fiennes character. Um, is the last body to be possessed oh, by right. the demon? Oh, but we do, we also have a character who is the story is told from their perspective, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Ray Fiennes yep. and Sir Arthur Cosgigington um, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, they're, they're the last two people alive. Possibly they've they've yeah. gone through all this. We we need to save all the people, <laughs> but by chasing the the Zeppelin spirit of the Zeppelin around, <laughs> they've delayed the ship so long <laughs> that it constantly has to kill all of the people. Yeah. Um, and this young um, uh, person has to choose between between the two of them. Yeah. The person that they think is uh, is Sir Arthur, and uh, the person who is, is actually to, Sir to Arthur. To them, just a random passenger, but yeah. is actually Sir Arthur, played by Eva Green. Yeah. All right. So who's this uh, character? I think they need to be a young character. As yeah. Well. I like the uh, like the kind of like a stowaway kind of uh, kid that sort of yeah. jumps on board. I think I think there's another twist in there where. Uh, it's a tomboy type character, yep. and we assume that this person is a is a boy. Yep. But the whole time, it's a girl. Yep. Um. 
Uh, and there's yeah, okay. inter- interesting thing yep. there. So I don't know who we cast. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown's a good one. I yep. like it. That's that's a, a perfect casting. Um, I'm sure she'll die in the first ten minutes of Godzilla <laughs> two, and she can come and work on our film. <laughs> Probably. Uh, what, uh, should we give her a name? I, I think Scamp or so, so, something like something you know, Rapscallion, right? With a snapper. No, they need a cog name, don't they? Oh, they need to. They do. Um, um, Ge- Gears, <laughs> Pendulum, Gearlielmo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What's what's uh, uh Piston? Pi- I like Piston. Piston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. So, so, so li- little Piston. Yeah, she's known as Piston. Uh, she sneaks aboard the yep. ship. Uh, should we give the ship a name as well? Like all these ships yeah. need like again a really great coggy name. USS uh, Enterprise. No. <laughs> uh, uh, pulleys. Like was was Zeppelin dirigible? Dirigible, yeah. Uh, the airship Zeppelin is. <laughs> is that? Or maybe we pick some like ancient Mayan god's name. Yeah, that's maybe a good maybe one. we yeah, call yeah. it Quetzalcoatl or yeah, yeah. Uh, something demonic. Actually, yeah. I'd like more than going for the ancient. Azathoth. Uh, yeah, that'll do. That's. I mean, I think that's stolen straight from. Uh, uh, HP Lovecraft, yep. but as, I mean, again, if we're taking, we're blatantly stealing if, from. Uh, if you have an A and a Z in a name like that, yeah. really close together, it's usually demonic of yeah. some kind. So the, it's called yeah, the airship Azathoth. Yeah, and um, Azathoth. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, and that's, that's that and, floating T. And, and as it turns out, that is an ancient sort of uh, yeah god. They who, they probably built the ship using parts from uh, like an ancient yes. Uh, burial ground of some kind yeah. or some cursed ground is where they built the ship and like during, during the making of this ship 25 souls were lost um because they were consumed into the ship itself yeah exactly uh, that's how they got the first flight going um so yeah okay i like this uh is there an ending like how do we end this like what is it going to be a is it going to be like an actual happy kind of he- ending or is it going to be one of those like happy endings and then right at the end it just sort of screws you over and says, oh, no. No, I, I, I kind of like, I think this, like Agatha Christie's stories, yep. there's like 30 or 40 of them and it's the adventures of Sir um, yeah, yeah. Arthur Cogsingston Cogs- Cogs- <laughs> uh, and um, and the offsider who yep. uh, we didn't give a name and Millie Bobby Brown's Piston, yep. Piston. joins them. Yep. So maybe we do a, a kind of, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where there's a, yep. a, a plane underneath and they go we can't like keeping this thing in the air is futile and they yep. they release the plane and yep. they fly off over the Atlantic as yep. as the airship Azathoth uh, burns and falls into the sea yeah that's it, it because it has no more souls left exactly so it has to yeah they escape and uh, that's it Sure. That's the end of the film. I like uh, it. No, no twist. No twist ending. Are you sure? There's not a twist. Oh, I don't know. There's not a twist ending. I don't where know. Do you want on, one? On the side of the uh, the biplane <laughs> that they gremlin style. Yeah, yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, the, we just see the name, and that is like yeah. the name on the biplane is uh, you know, Azeroth Junior, yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> and then and then you hear this little sputtering. It's like, oh, is the engine going to go out? We That's right. Know. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then and then the credits start to roll. And then it goes, no, 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 it comes back up. And then they just fly safely away. It's like twist. You thought it was going to be an ambiguous ending, but we fooled you. It's actually a happy ending. <laughs> no, can we also? Well, I was going to suggest what we could also do as well. Yeah, it could be that. But then, like again, right at the end, like a legitimate post-credit sequence like they used to do back in the day where you have to let all the credits run before you get that last little bit the plane does crash but they manage to find parachutes and put them on and parachute to safety or do they because <laughs> the parachutes are labeled 
Azeroth Junior Junior. Yes, uh, Azeroth the Third. That's right. Um, or Trey Azeroth, <laughs> as I think people who are the third tend to call themselves yeah, Trey. Exactly. Um, and then it fades to black. And then it fades to black. And then it comes back <laughs> up, and they just land safely. So like it's, right. it's, it's it is actually a happy on a beach. Like <laughs> no, we can do this Named. forever. <laughs> Named Island Azeroth. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure we'll clear up exactly what happens to them all in the sequels. Um, but is there a sequel? Who it, knows? It could be. I quite like the idea of uh, of a series of these films yeah. of uh, steampunk uh, 1930s yep. style murder mysteries yep. solving yeah, yeah. ancient deity related yep. uh, ritualistic yep. things. It is. It is very. Um, I like Lovecraft. that, and I think we. This also solves the problem of what to name this film as well, because it's just going to have to be like Indiana Jones and the. It's going to be oh. uh, Sir Arthur. Cogs, it's going to be Sir Arthur Cogsington, uh, and the and the airship, airship of, Azathoth, the airship of oh, and the airship Azeroth, Azazoth, Azathoth. Az- <laughs> I think we've changed it about. I have four never times. changed it. I have. Uh, great. I think. Yeah, I, I like mean, that. It's, it's not called. Um, it's not called Indiana Jones and the Ark of the Covenant, isn't it? It's, Ra- it's Raiders of, of the Lost Ark. Indiana of, Jones. It's not Temple Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail. It's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yep. It's not Indiana Jones and the Weird Glowing Stones. <laughs> so maybe it's uh, the um, the Adventures. Is it this? Or maybe I think it needs to be Sir Arthur Cogsington and the uh, flight. Uh, the I, I think it needs to be the airship of something the fl- I like, well, the, I like the, the flight the um and the final flight yeah maybe we do it the other way around so you know how the, the final flight of Sir Arthur Cogsington yeah um and then it's the something something so instead of like the Harry Potters where it's always yeah, yeah. Harry Potter first or yep. Indiana Jones first Sir Arthur yep. Cogs- Cogsington <laughs> is uh is always is always the last you know it's uh, the okay. um we do it like yeah yeah, yeah. so the final flight of uh, Sir I, Arthur Cogsington yeah <laughs> I like it. I think that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's it. I think that's a wrap on the final flight of Sir Arthur I Ka- really Kazakhstan. Just, can we just not do more of the sequels? <laughs> just, I just like, they show up in a steampunk London and there's a, a giant beast who has been summoned who is the spirit yeah, yeah. of the ancient Aztec Jaguar yeah, yeah. monster. I love this because there's not, there hasn't been much in the way of like, classic adventure films but like with a very strong horror twist yeah sort of like the Stranger Things sort of template but just much more on the horror perhaps and yeah now we have a brand new character to play with as well it's perfect alright I think that's a wrap I think you're right housekeeping as per usual we are online at moviefilmstudios.net where you can find all of our previous episodes our bios and of course Mufwizawudadur the database of films that we've released on this podcast uh, search Facebook for Movie Film Studios and join the community where we post clues as to the trailers we've watched in upcoming episodes. I think uh, a couple of weeks ago I tried a new format, which was an anagram. Mm. So we have uh, we have emoji clues, yep. we have Google Translate clues, yep. and we have anagram clues. Yep. Uh, lots of puzzles for you to solve there. Fun for the whole family. Uh, so give it a give it a look, give it a like. Uh, they do help us i guess um if you aren't listening to this podcast right now and have no idea where to get it you can get it on itunes podbean spotify youtube apple podcasts apple podcasts yeah 
pretty I, much. I didn't realize that was any different from iTunes. It's but not. Apparently, when they measured the stats of listens, <laughs> uh, it it does count as a different yep. uh, different source. Exactly. So could you? And also a whole bunch of podcasting platforms that we don't know about, but we're apparently on there. Yeah. So uh, thanks, go thanks, for it. Thank the the spiders for. Yeah. Exactly. Is that, is that some sort of algorithm where it trolls know. for podcasts and someone populates does, them? And someone must be listening to the, them. The, on those the, the spidery <laughs> algorithms that are secretly pulling the threads. Yeah. And yeah. T- tying everything together. Yeah. I think that's why they call it the World Wide Web. Yeah. Because it's just full of algorithm spiders. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, if you want to join the Facebook community, tell us what platform you're listening to the podcast on. And if it's a weird one, we'll mention it on next week's episode. <laughs> and I think that's it. All that remains is to thank you again for listening this week. I've been Isa. And I've been AJ. Roll credits. Roll credits.